Like it was like watching a really bad game of Blitzball. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, Blitzball. That's what this movie was. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Tippet Cast. My name is Gary, and this is... Column. Ooh, it's me. And I am again, Gary, and this is... Column. Ooh, yes, it's me. Wait, did you hear something? I, I feel like we did that. Was that deja vu? No, it wasn't deja vu. Just ignore oh, it. Okay. Um... This is the Tippet Cast, where each week, except for the last few, last one week, was it? Was it just Christmas? One week? It, was it was Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, we took a break because yeah. I think we've been doing almost every single week since early June. Um, early so we, June. Early June. So we just decided to take just a teensy, teensy, one week break away from scheduled programming, just so we could rest a little. And now we've come out in the new year, and... We have come out. <laughs> yes. So this is why it's just me and Colm, um, because it only takes two. Um, oh no, you can have multiple people, actually. What, what are you talking about? I don't know, let's not talk about this on air. Colm, you want to talk about something, because this is a tippy cast where we each have a topic, and you've brought one. Of course I've brought one, but I want to explain the situation for us first, because there's only two of us. Oh yeah, we probably should say that. <laughs> yeah. I just don't care. <laughs> you don't care that Dave's sick in a hospital bed? Oh, please don't say it. No, please don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah, listen, man. If you're going to put those, if you're going to say that, like, you know. You're going to make me sound bad. <laughs> you made yourself sound bad. Now, okay, so... We are, at the moment, we're uh, doing a kind of a remote podcast just to, first of all, to test things out. Like I said on my, my solo little podcast there, just to test things out, figure things out. And uh, we, ha- we have thoughts and we have opinions on certain things and we want to share them with you. So I, yeah. Also, I think over the next few weeks, I and also, you know, following months, you're going to see a lot more new stuff coming out um because we're going to try a bunch of different content a bunch of stuff also video stuff so check out the youtube channel dipicast and especially this space here um yes. just the regular podcasting feeds you will see some stuff that's going to be new um just want to give a heads up and also david's fine <laughs> he's in a hospital yeah and- but but not he, he's Nothing terrible has happened to him. He was born that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be fine, okay. Um, Colin, would you like to take it away there? Sweep me off my feet. Metaphorically. Boy. Um, yeah, so... Last few days ago, a few days ago, two days ago, one day ago. One day ago? Was it yesterday? No, it wasn't yesterday. Oh. I can't remember when it happened. We saw Aquaman. I had the receipt somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was the fifth. Yeah. Anyway, so we saw Aquaman, and uh, 
we saw it with our good friend Keith. Hello, Keith. Keith, <laughs> um, that's right. Keith, original fan of the show, all time, all time, all time, longest listener. He's literally he's the OG fan. Like he's the only fan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We have a few others. Anyway, <laughs> so we. Uh, we we saw Aquaman and you know there was a lot of hype about this film incredible amount of hype about it Jason Momoa to cut a long story short it wasn't as good as the hype made it out to be Mm, in my opinion Um, I agree with that I'm going to let you talk um, about it for a while yeah thank you Gary go ahead so from the start the whole film, you know, I was expecting... Because I, it had been built up to, oh, this is the best DC film. And a lot of people could argue, you know, there wasn't really much to compete with when you're considering the other DC films. But I did like Batman v Superman, and Wonder Woman was a very, very good film, in my opinion. Hmm. But this, it didn't really stand up to, just to, like side-by-side comparison, it didn't stand up to Wonder Woman in terms of story, in terms of narrative. Like... It had to be very CG heavy. I appreciate that, which a lot of CG was works really good. Sometimes you actually forgot it was CG, and other times you didn't. But uh, the cast—I'll start with the cast, I suppose. In my humble opinion, Jason Momoa—I've followed his career since Stargate Atlantis. Oh, uh, me as well. That's how I knew him. Yeah, Ronan. Ronan, and I loved him in that. And then character. he got into this, and he's a unique take on the character of Aquaman, which is, I'll say, like, is a good thing. Because we honestly, I don't think anyone wanted to see a blonde haired, blue eyed uh, Nazi. <laughs> no, one, no one really wanted to see that. And if anybody pipes up and says they do, <laughs> I think guys. And girls and everybody else on the planet. I think we all know who to direct a lot of this towards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um so he was a good he was a good choice. Because in the previous films we'd seen a little bit about him and you know we'd seen a little bit of his performances. But in this one, obviously he was he was center stage. And like obviously I don't want to spoil things. I don't want to. I don't want to just go into detail about the story, but I, I felt it was really lacking. I felt it was really predictable. It was literally the King Arthur story. Yes, yes, it was. But it was, it was so predictable in the, in the fact that even if you didn't know the King Arthur story, you'd know this story because it was just paint by numbers. Yeah, and it ended off. I wanted it. The ending was not satisfying for me. I know I'm coming out of the gate with the ending as well, but it wasn't satisfying for me. I was expecting like, all right, and now the big thing's gonna happen. That was the big thing. That was and, the big thing. Yeah. And it was very underwhelming. And then afterwards, how that was treated was kind of underwhelming. I think it's. Um, are, are we gonna tread into spoilers? I'd rather not. No. Okay. I just want to make that clear. I'd rather not, just because, um, you know, if anyone wants to listen to this and they haven't seen it. That makes sense. So this yeah. is going to be a spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. Uh, 
I'll, with I'll a, a small oh. hint of spoilers because we're only human. You know, and mistakes are made. Um, acting wise, um, I can't remember her name. Amber Heard is that her name? Sorry, I was about to say you said acting wise. Uh, I can't remember the name. I was going to go Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, so Dolph Lundgren is Dolph Lundgren, and Dolph Lundgren gets a pass on anything he does. I know, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying Dolph Lundgren. I didn't. I Sorry. until like <laughs> Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, I know, but Dolph Lundgren. Okay, I, uh, just on the, on the subject of having so many villains in it who were not playing villains. <laughs> um, Willem Dafoe. The Green Goblin, as everyone who's roughly my age knows, essentially he, that's the only thing he is, the Green Goblin. Yep. I know Every single say. line he he delivered, I was expecting him to turn on Jason Momoa. Every time I thought every single sequence that like had the slightest bit of a ah, just a pleasant aftertaste you was know, just gonna I'm something of an Atlantean myself. <laughs> Like, I was just waiting for him to just take a quote from a the itsy bitsy starfish. Every, every time anything good happened, I just wanted there to be, yeah, we did it. He did the thing. And then you just, like, a slow clapping, like, well done. <laughs> well done. The heart. You have to strike for the heart. And I was like, I just, I just. Everything he said, I wanted it to be uh, from Spider-Man. Because I was waiting for him to do the big betrayal because he's Willem Dafoe, and Willem Dafoe is every bad guy ever with a smile. Yep. Yeah. But he didn't. Spoiler, a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Um, he didn't. He was a very... He was the advisor. He, he was, was Gandalf. Yeah. He yeah. was... He was Merlin. He was a trainer, and he was a... Advisor to the king, he was. Wasn't he the vizier? The vizier. Um, yeah. He he was a very, he was just a pleasant character in this. Yeah. Um, Which is just jarring for. <laughs> what was his name? Volko. Yeah, Volko. Yeah, Volko. So obviously this film was directed by. Uh... Oh damn! I can't remember his name. Hang on. James uh, Wan. James Wan. Yes, James Wan, the horror, the horror man, and because it was directed by James Wan. Patrick Wilson's in it. Because Patrick Wilson is in every James Wan film ever. Is it? I, I'm exaggerating, but yeah, he is. I, you see, I don't really know James Wan, or at least I don't know the name off the top of my head. Um, oh, you would if you... you basically, any, any Patrick Wilson film you've seen, that was probably James Wan. That was probably James Wan. But Patrick Wilson is a strange kind of hammy kind of anti-hero in this it's really weird like they they did they did a good effort in trying to justify people's uh motivations in it and i will say that every character did have decent motivations in my opinion what do you think um i agree especially with the secondary antagonist yeah absolutely um, which is not something that usually... Usually a secondary antagonist is somebody who just follows the king and does, like... And yeah. just basically takes orders in this kind of film. Like, especially somebody who is a royalty. And no, that is not, not the case for this, which is nice because it means that you have more variety for locations. And it means that when you have a story like this, which parts of it are traveling, you do get 
fights in different locations you get action sequences and places that don't have to just be the same and i don't it allows it, it means that you feel like the character is going there because as you said they have their own motivations and not just following orders but it feels like the orders yeah, are the, just... i feel i genuinely feel like the only person who didn't have justifiable motivations was actually arthur aquaman insofar as his his whole character arc was the weakest in my opinion well, he, he wasn't he, all he knew he wanted to do was that oh he didn't want anybody to uh get hurt on earth. the earth yeah on a land earth, like on land and so he's just like well you know you seem to know what you're talking about so i'm gonna trust you and then once he saw like volko or anybody else kind of agree with them he'd be like all right so i'll do what you say then and then the rest of the film is just Oh, that thing to that thing because this person said that that would help me. And so I figured I'll... out this, and I did this, and yeah. But other people, he hasn't like his character has the most impact on other people's lives, obviously. Yeah, he he was definitely the most fish out of water character. <laughs> for, for God's sake, God. no! I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen. <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, he's definitely the character who has no idea where he is or what's happening at any one time. And so because of that, he is finding out everything new. And so obviously he's the person that we're following. Yeah. Like, he, uh, he's definitely, he's the biggest catalyst in it, obviously. But there are, like, a lot of secondary characters. Like, I didn't particularly like Amber Heard. No. I, um, from, the, from the second I saw her, I nudged you and said, oh, yeah, she's a terrible actress. Um, oh wow! Uh, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I just didn't like her. I didn't like her. I, didn't, I, I just. Didn't. I thought she underperformed it. Yeah. Way too much is the thing that annoyed me. I don't know about her actual ability or anything, but I feel like everything she did was just not the right choice. Yeah. And for a lot of it, she definitely got down. Um, look, seeming stoic at times. Yeah, but she played, like, there were parts that she played well, but the first introduction of her, like, it wasn't it wasn't to her credit. Um, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the dialogue seemed very bland. I, I, a lot of the dialogue I could have written, as in... The dialogue was, was that, not it was that, that film. It was that predictable. The dialogue like, and I'm was not, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a good writer, and I could have written it. Um, a lot of it was a little too obvious. Some of the jokes were really silly. Um... Just it, like a lot of the dialogue is stuff that I would imagine in a nineties teen film, which is yes. Well, a lot of this actually seemed like to me, but with better graphics, honestly. But though, if, if we're talking about graphics, there's one big thing that was affected by graphics, which was the fight scenes underwater. Yeah. And I, when I watched them. It looked like a load of people flying around the place with too much momentum and oh I can't stop myself but I'm gonna hit you anyway ooh, ooh. it's like watching Dragon Ball Z but they're all really slippery and like they can't st they can't stop themselves in midair they're just forced to carry through their actions like like there was a point where I, I know it was for emphasis but one person one character was hitting another character with their trident and he did it over like three times the same action 
big flip into the air or into the water and then bash down onto the trident three times and i was kind of like yeah okay why why doesn't the other guy get out of the way because this is like taking three seconds each time it's just it, I, the, there were certain things that kind of baffled me about the con the combat you know <coughs> it, it just seemed almost uh like it was like watching a really bad game of blitzball <laughs> oh my god yes blitzball that's what this movie was it, oh. was, blitz it was blitzball why didn't they have any sports down there they probably oh. did they had blood sport um <laughs> the um, ring of fire actually just going into like um some background as well for some stuff like i a lot of the things seem like the like the foreshadowing was every line. Oh yeah, um, like even during conversations where it was not needed. I mean, the, there was no like for example, at one point they were mentioning, he was mentioning a monster, as they're gearing up for something. If you remember down in the. Yes, yeah. yeah. They they spend the whole like it's not really a spoiler, but they spend the whole like start of it going and he's he uh he he never managed to defeat the legendary monster, this King Atlan. Never defeated this legendary monster. And the second I heard that I was like, It's gonna it's gonna feature, isn't it? But if the, uh, what so yeah, when that was when they mentioned like the monster Quinthen or Cranthen, I can't remember. What the I thought they were. I, I genuinely thought they were just mispronouncing Kraken. That's what I was like. Uh, when like King Orm, Patrick Wilson's character, mentions it, he mentioned like there's no context to it. He just says it, and then Arthur. No, <laughs> it is Arthur, isn't it? Yeah. Arthur, Jason Momoa's character, just doesn't say anything. And then he just just continues. Like, it has nothing to do with the scene. It has nothing to do with... Th there's no context whatsoever in that scene that calls for him to tell this story about this great creature that's happening. It's like, like there's about to be a fight. There's nothing to do with this ancient... Like, why are you telling this tale out of nowhere? And that and can was we, a lot can we of talk, the film. Like, the, do you want to know my favorite part of the whole? I actually, it's just—it's kind of a spoiler. I know my favorite part of the entire. I told—I told—I told you what my favorite part, the, my favorite aspect of the movie was. It was. Yeah. I can't spoil it. It's really good though. Uh, we'll wait until the end. Yeah. And then wait we'll till the end it. of the podcast, and then we'll see it. Yeah, and by then you'll know. I uh, know. So, what did you think of? did you think of the let's say the choreography of the fights um it was blitzball yeah yeah it was blitzball it was just it was like a lot of people who were speeding up and slowing down depending on how they felt because like these people could swim at incredible speeds but when it came to swinging their tridents they slowed down dramatically and then when it came to you know certain maneuvers they they sped up dramatically it, it just there were a lot of inconsistencies in my opinion yeah the it felt like everybody's been shot out of a cannon 
and yeah. that was every interaction uh, with any fight and then when you actually had it between like different kinds of species of like mer- it was people. like it was, it was almost like having a load of people on ropes swinging by each other to hit each other <laughs> and they couldn't stop where they wanted to stop so they just, had, they just had to keep going like jousting almost it felt that way it like and uh, they tried to put a load of weight behind the attacks like because they were, they were super strength attacks but it it just became weirdly repetitive I also think that the other the other kind of like creatures they could have been more variety with yeah, they were very same they were very samey weren't they like it once you saw that whole the, horror sequence that was pretty good actually was it the horror sequence I thought on actually that part of the boat was actually pretty cool with the yeah. the creatures of the trench that was and terrifying when they went down and you saw that many I thought that was awesome yeah that visual that, that was like light, that was like so interesting that visual was really cool and I, I really appreciated that and them all being the same isn't too much of a bad thing um that also just because of that scene is leading me on to something which is i don't like how it was being directed or written with the characters and by that, I mean specifically Amber Heard's character. She was constantly having to be the damsel. When she should be as strong as Arthur. Which she is, because she shows it time and again. Example being that when one the when one like a creature is about to attack her. And I remember thinking this in my head, wondering why the hell does he even have to help her? Is, yeah, she she flinches like yeah she flinches she starts to walk backwards looking up at it and she starts to get very scared and then he attacks it and I was like well uh, and the, um he yeah, just was, jumps out very, nowhere it was very kind of like I am man you are yeah. woman he jumps he jumps out he gets ready in this time by the way while she's stepping backwards and then he attacks it and then while he is still fighting it she takes out two of them and then when he finally gets rid of the one that he is currently still struggling with she then takes out another two with one weapon she yeah. just impales the both of them and skewers them like a shish kebab and maybe, and, maybe she was just startled by this creature yeah and... i don't know like it just it yeah, there were so many inconsistencies in that regard. That happened a bunch it, it, of times. Character inconsistencies, you know? Yeah, and it, at sometimes I would have actually liked if she maybe stepped back and said that she would like to see him prove himself. Because the entire time, there's not like a point where he actually has to challenge himself that she is trying to see. Like, she has ultimately just accepted him the moment she's seen him. I never get the sense that she's ever going to doubt him, even though they've never met before. She's just and, like... And they are, they're, they're the original odd couple. And they dislike each other. And, you know... Like, I think... There's a certain amount of... Uh, she wants... She... I, I'm probably reading too much into it. She wants him to be more intellectual, and he's not and he just he's just laissez-faire you know 
Yeah, but I mean like in battles and stuff. Um, like once you get to a battle, it's just like, yeah, now we completely trust each other. And I get like that can be like a plot device. To you make you feel. have to trust each other in battle. Yeah, but, the, but the, then the, it, the awkward it feels things disconnected were the, the accident. Like that was painful to watch. The yeah. accidental, accidentally touching hand stuff. <laughs> that was actually painful to watch. That, that was, was like, really, um, that is like down to how they choreographed it and then also how she just went back into it. Yeah. She, yeah, it was really strange and how she like just threw her hand out or it's just like, oh, okay. And her hand is why, still Why did she his. do this? Like, no it, it feels like, like that part was directed by someone who's never been in a relationship ever. Like, uh, so James Wan, you said, did horror, was it? <laughs> yeah, he did horror. Okay, just, I just want to make sure. Uh, <laughs> and and it, it fucking shows in that movie, because the one part that was really good is the horror segment. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like, it shows perfectly. You're like, oh shit, that's a lot of... Like, it, it's, it's too I, I, far, I, It might be spoiling, like, I don't care. On the little boat, their little dinghy, they're getting attacked by these sea creatures. And they go, okay, we'll have to get into the water because we're like, that, that's where we have to go. Okay. And they're like, okay, we can get away from them there. They grab some flares. They grab some flares to keep them away because it's nice, it's nice and bright with flares. Because, yeah, because these are creatures of the trench. They fear the darkness. They're Sorry, like, they fear the light. Like, they fear the light. They fuck that up. They live, they live in the darkness. They fear the light. So they dive in. And what we, what you don't realize until they dive in and they have these lights is that. These things aren't in the ocean. These things are the ocean. There's that many of them. Which is terrifying. You they're the see, walls. They're everything. You see a wide... Like, it's a wide angle. It's like the poster of Jaws. But, like, it, without... It, if all the negative space was swapped to be them and the Jaws was actually just their passage down. Like, it's like the poster of Ant-Man. And in the in the poster of Ant Man, I mean the one where it is Ant Man actually the dot, and the rest of the poster is just white. And that's what it is. It he's, and the the rest of it is them. It is when you see them following him, like a wave. Yeah. All in around, the water. spreading like spreading out in every direction. It just seems like if they stop, they're dead. That's there it. are there are other things that are inconsistent in it that the second I saw them, I was kind of offended. You know, not uh, not not to go into spoilers, but Arthur has this power to talk to fish. Hello, hello. Sorry, you went off for a second. Oh, I'm still recording. It's fine. Okay, I can hear you. <laughs> so. Arthur has this power to talk to fish. That's true. Yet, people seem to be able to ride fish towards him and attack him. It makes no sense. And even after he's found, he's come into his own and he's become more relaxed with himself and he understands his power, this still happens. Because like, it, it seems But like... it happens after a point where... He has contacted the fish of the deep to help him. Yeah, it it seems like like it didn't 
maybe there's something that like amplified his powers maybe it's like he's gotten confidence like maybe he's come up into this point but it shows like from a very young age he's been able to talk to the animals that has not changed no matter how more powerful he gets he's still able to do it but it seems like it only happens whenever he's escaping yeah that he'll actually like be a part of it and it's like he doesn't use it unless he needs to yeah escaping <laughs> yeah okay I, I that's really all i can say about that to be honest like i think i'm like that's my limit for the amount of stuff i can say about it without spoiling stuff you okay, know? um i think then we're just gonna say what our favorite parts were was that uh, your favorite my favorite part yeah the favorite part you want to say my favorite part is the horror part the horror part okay yeah. Uh, my my favorite part um spoilers 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 right my favorite part is the blood bowl uh the king's blood bowl um uh, when they when they come out of it and it just shows the the screen where it just says king orm and half breed and then it's just the pros of king orn are like 10 and he's got like two cons and then um half breed has like 10 cons um, yeah, yeah, ten cons and no like pros. no pros, <laughs> and all the pros. It just shows all of them next to orbs, and they're just like line, 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 hyphen, yeah. hyphen, hyphen, just nothing. That was my favorite visual of the. It was my favorite thing, of the film for me. Such um, a minor thing. Yeah, the designs of the characters I think could have been better. And oh yeah, my it. favorite. Um, yeah, my actual, my my favorite arc or my favorite character journey was actually. Um, Arthur's dad. I liked his dad the most. Yeah. Yeah, I liked he, him so much. And he got he, he, like and he gets a happy ending as well. Um he is such a lovable character and I think the actor portrayed him in a way that made him really nice. Yeah. Um to be. He was he was so <clears> so <throat> nice. And like I was like, I'm glad, like, yeah, I'm happy for this guy. Yeah, I like him. Don't kill him yeah. in the second one. Um <laughs> So, edgy 90s Aquaman. Um, yeah. What do you think of it? Um, it gets a pass. Like, I, I wasn't... I wasn't... Um, a pass I, wasn't I wasn't offended by it. You know? I was just... I was happy to pay the amount of money I paid for it. You know? I wasn't uh, blown away by it like I was into the Spider-Verse. It wasn't... It wasn't good enough... For the hype. Hype is doing it too much too much service. But it was an okay film. Um coming off of Into the Spider-Verse, which also is I, I think at this point my favorite superhero film. Personally. Aquaman definitely does not stand up to that at all um visually not even willem dafoe can save it like not even willem dafoe going again like in my head willem dafoe is going against spider-man yeah um, he's, not, he's not helping aquaman on part-time like um I, I thought the film was not great yeah. i think if you want something that's like i don't know if you want cheesy watch it if you want predictable, watch it. If you want a lot of action, 
If you don't have, if you want to not have Go to ahead. pay attention, watch it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's very complicated film. I think parts of it are really cool. You can Some walk things... in. You can walk in at a certain point and go, "Oh, okay, okay, that's happening." I can see things that I would like them to develop, and that makes me excited because it means that oh, I actually want to see more of this. Hmm. But I think the film itself is not incredibly strong. Hmm. But I don't think it's bad. No, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed my time with it, though. Yeah, like I, like I said, I, I, I was happy to pay the admission to see it. Yeah. It was worth admission. That's that's my uh, that's my that's my final verdict. Yeah. And with that, we'll uh, we'll close off this uh, this topic. Yeah, let's leave that there. Um, this has been the Tidbit Cast, and I was Gary, and this was Colin. And of course, the Tidbit Cast is on any audio or podcasting platform, the one that you're listening to, preferably, if that's easier for you. But go ahead and search for a few others, and you'll find it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and on Anchor and Spotify, and multiple others. And you can also go on YouTube, and we are going through our archive of podcasts and stuff so if you see it, the list is a little smaller on youtube than it is as the podcast at the moment um then that's all right it might be a good chance to catch up yeah with some stuff good... you haven't heard before yeah that's right and wait what's after that there's there's more after that I've, it's um, been a little while it's been uh, a week so after this we normally say if you want to contact us if you have any opinions if what did you think of aquaman we'd love to hear from you so if you have any opinions, you know, send us a message, send us an email at talktotidbit at gmail.com. Gary, what? What is that? I, I didn't say it properly. Could you please say it? Oh, just a moment. Just let me look back over with it. Talktotidbit at gmail.com. And of course, at social media, at Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at tidbitcast. Tidbitcast will be what you'll see most of our stuff from. So yeah. that's the name you search for. Yeah, that's us. Alright, thank you very much for listening. And we'll Hello. see you in the, in the next episode. Goodbye!